0: You are gonna film a podcast episode 23, 22, or 24. I don't know. I gotta get Apple and see. But I'm Slim, the host. I got my man Lando here. What's happening? I got B in here. And I got a, my special guest, Miss Kara Andrews, teacher, slash entrepreneur. How you doing, Miss Andrews?
1: I'm alright. How y'all doing?
0: we doing fine. What's happening? Your weekend's been good?
1: My weekend's been great.
0: You ready for um, Marco and Laura?
1: Yeah, we we got all the water we need.
0: All the water? (laughs) What about the bread, man? You got to get some bread.
1: Bread, meat, and Vienna sausages. We good. Canceled it out.
0: If you feeding them children Vienna sausages, I'm coming around the corner and and cut up.
1: I'm trying to like Vienna sausages. I
0: hate Vienna sausages.
1: I don't eat it.
0: (laughs) Should give you high blood pressure. So, you back at work, right? Yep. And I wanted you here so you could tell me all the great, exciting things that's going on in the New Orleans school system. How's it going so far?
1: Well, as you all know, with COVID, we're doing virtual learning. It actually started at the end of the school year last year. Uh, COVID came through at the fourth quarter. Um, The difference is this time being that uh, we're starting with the whole school year that, that last year, Being that it was the fourth quarter, most of the year was over. We just were doing... Four quarters consist of review, review of the year and everything. So, um, if your child was already doing pretty good, they had no risk of being kept back, that fourth quarter really didn't affect them much. Whereas, we're starting a new school year off. So, we're trying to get parents to understand the importance of making sure their kids log on and actually do this work because all of it does count.
0: So... I remember we went in the fourth quarter of the school year last year to virtual learning. Due to that COVID, were any kids kept back or did we just pass everybody along?
1: No, everybody didn't get passed. If if that child was basically already failing that school year, and those kids did get retained. So it wasn't like just a pass. Oh, COVID came through. Everybody had to move to online Everybody got promoted to the next grade. If your child was already failing, they were retained.
0: That's interesting because <laughs> I know a lot of them failed. So with the, the whole virtual learning thing, you know, I don't really know because I don't have a kid in the school system here. Are we, are the schools, are the school board, are recovery district, whoever, are they supplying iPads, Chromebooks, computers, etc.
1: Yeah, if a child is in need, in need of an uh, electronic device in order to get their work done, uh, the school system is providing that for you. Now, there is a delay because, of course, you nationwide, uh, most people are doing virtual learning, so there's a backlog. So a lot of kids don't have them as of yet, but the plus in it is you can do virtual learning on any platform, whether it's a phone, uh, a tablet, or a computer, so they're able to get it done. Uh, A lot of parents are making that excuse just because they heard, oh, every child is supposed to get one, so they're not even making an attempt. But with Google Classroom or Zoom or Edmodo, all these type of programs that uh, are used for virtual learning, you're able to do it on any kind of electronic device.
0: Well it shouldn't be an excuse because almost everybody has a it phone. It
1: shouldn't be an excuse, but
0: And the the need for the for the computer or Chromebook, I mean, do they go for salary or
1: No. It's if you need it, you get it.
0: So I just you the school contact me and be like, Hey, Mr. Gilmore, you need a Chromebook? And I say yeah and and I'm they getting.
1: tell you when to come pick it up.
0: And how, how has the turnout been with the virtual learning? Let me ask you this before you answer it Do you like the virtual learning? I love it if
1: I could get 100% participation uh, Of the children uh, To answer the question you was about to ask On my role, I have 29 kids Of the 29 kids I've of course sent out an invitation For all of them to join the virtual learning Of the 29 I have 22 Have accepted but only about fourteen of them show up for class, and and that was my high number, which I I reached fourteen on Thursday.
0: So we basically missing fifteen students. Yeah. And is it due to?
1: It's due to the the, I, I'm not I'm not gonna say the excuse of it. I'ma say these parents just don't know their child can actually log in on any device, and they don't need uh the Chromebook or, or laptop. Um. I actually teach math and science, so as a whole, I I have 58 children. So in my homeroom, I have uh, 29. In the other homeroom, there's 29. But of that, only my homeroom, I have 14 show up. In the other homeroom, only 11 have showed up so far. But I'm going to attribute that to just saying the parents don't know. You can actually do everything via a phone. And we know most of these kids have phones.
0: I'm just not understanding how. I mean, we're in a pandemic. I know my child is supposed to be in a classroom, so I know my child can't go to a classroom. How's it that we're not logging on like that? No excuse for me. Like I can't. Nobody tell me anything and make me just feel like, oh, that's acceptable.
1: Not only are they not logging on, so my first period, my homeroom, I'll get 14. Uh, my second period. I'll speak with the other teacher and ask him how many he has show up, he'll say 11, but only five of them will come log into my class. So when they don't have that parent or that teacher supervision like standing over their shoulder, they they they're not serious about it. And then you just gonna have those excuses from those parents being made, oh well, what you want me to do? And my child didn't log on Well, I thought they were on. And they don't understand, like, at the end of the fourth quarter, Okay, it was it was new to everybody. so it was a lot of leeway, but these these minutes count like this school year counts. these they, y'all are going to be held responsible for this.
0: So
2: let me ask a question. Um, is there anything that we could have done um, approaching learning differently? What I mean by that is um, present future. I like this this little phrase. My partner kind of coined this phrase, present, future, right? So pandemic forward, we can't look back. So I've never heard a commercial that you could actually, I haven't seen an advertised that you could actually log in from a phone. I, I, I have a son, he, he, he's 14, 10th grade. Um, study hall was a class that he said he didn't have to go to. So instead of checking in, At nine, he was going to class at 10 because ninth grade, I don't have to go, I don't have to check in. So, what do we, you know, what we could have done better? Because the parent could be an essential worker, leaving a kid home, gotta go to work. The kid at home, nobody's responding. I don't care if you're an adult or not, you're not responding to work at home the way you would leaving out and going to a building. Like what could we do better for these kids? Cause that's tough. The energy level is different. They not getting up for breakfast. They not getting out combing here, going to a place and sitting down structured as they know it.
1: Not not to, I don't know if you was finished. I was about to say not to cut you off. The trial and error period was the fourth quarter. No, nothing has changed. Like you, as far as you saying, not being knowledgeable about online, when we moved to online for the fourth quarter, and I can only speak for my school system, you you were fully aware that you can do everything via the phone um and as far as the excuses that they're making at the same way you were able to accept that invitation into my classroom is the same way you can do all the work so that's the part i'm not understanding with the parents like your child accepted this invitation they they can't they, you had to accept and you once you accepted you're into the google classroom format you can see everything so at this point it's just oh well i accepted it but i don't have my chromebook so i'm not doing the work so and
2: i and i and i get it not to cut you off and not to not to side with it but i'm just playing a devil's advocate bit. yeah a little bit because okay i'm checking on a teenager and now help me make this teenager log on to a device when we act as if this not tough you know what I mean? Like this is this is change. This is we're in the middle of change. And a lot of people even though we say it happened fourth quarter, most adults took the time to say when things get back to normal. And I think that this school year opening up caught us off guard thinking things would be even with sending them back, even with waiting on different cities to say what a pandemic was. We wasn't prepared for actual virtual learning. And and we're not even prepared to say this is how we're going to learn moving forward.
1: Well, you got to be prepared for that because, in essence, this is kind of the new normal. It is. It's the new normal. So the excuse of I'm I'm not prepared, you, you have to adjust. And just like you said, for parents who, oh, they're not going to breakfast, at that point, you need to treat this as if they were going in the classroom. Okay, you used to wake your child up or tell them to eat breakfast. Then you need to get back into that groove. Uh, I have a son at Lake Forest. My daughter's at Livingston. So every morning I still had to get, still have to get up at 6:45. Okay, come on, son, get ready for school. Come on, Bree, get up. Well, it's not her turn yet. Livingston, I'll go back to the 31st. Come on, get ready for school. Here, get your breakfast. Log on. You, it's a new normal that we're virtual. But in order to keep that same routine, you 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 have to do that the, for the parents that have to work. You still got up in the morning and prepared your child for school before you went to work. They, they have to, in and order I'm, for and, their and child and to I, do that. I
2: agree with you. I'm, I'm doing the same thing. I'm, I'm getting up in the morning, right? I'm getting a 14-year-old together, right? But I have to get out and I'm going to work. Let's not act like, and this is what I'm saying for adults. Let's not act like kids didn't cut class when they was at school. Let's just be real and let's just be, let's, let's a, let's let's kind of deal with it from kids was cutting school when, when they went to school. So how what, what would this problem look like in the real world, not the perfect world, when I could just cut the teacher off? Like, and I think we really don't like to deal with the real facts of that's what it looks like. Cause if you're at home and you're going to work as a teacher and you're leaving two kids in a house, we you really don't know yet how those kids will get used to this and like, okay, what kids are kids
1: so at you saying that at what point does that become a part of the parents responsibility as far as having a conversation with your child of the importance of this right and not not the ones that love oh you because a lot of parents look at the school system as a babysitting service and i'm not speaking to you because you have a a high school child but for those lower grades uh, again like i'm i'm sixth grade so it's they want zero involvement. It's oh well, I sent them to school. That's on y'all. And when you call or try to reach out or try to get to a common ground with that parent, it, you're not getting anywhere. And so, I get so, it, but so, I mean, like I think even with a,
2: even with my son goes to Ben Franklin, right? Mm-hmm. I I I have the luxury of spending time with him, but I'm watching him how he will respond as a college student. Really, like we have to realize what we dealing with with expecting a sixth grader to actually be attentive at home by himself while the parent has to go to work because they're an essential worker and need to take care of these two kids. Like that's not a lot of thought and that's that's real situations that we're dealing with.
1: And nobody has the answer.
2: Nobody has the answers nobody. and we can't blame children. Nobody. Night school. Just school needs to be flexible when a parent is available. Something has to happen because.
0: Two cents on it. Go ahead, Lando. <laughs>
2: I mean, I I just I I think it's, we haven't assessed all of what this p- pandemic is really going to affect, like the trickle down effect. Like you're asking people to go to work, and then at the same time when they go to work, we're doing virtual learning, so we're asking a high school student, which is a child, to be responsible for their actions without adult supervision. That's not realistic. And when we when we when we face with unrealistic goals and then we talk about it, it kind of makes the people who are at the table look like, Well, what y'all doing at the table? That's just me and my thoughts. I mean, I, I don't throw no nothing at nobody, but we can't blame kids for what we dealing with right now. And then parents stressed out and then that's stressing teachers out. I mean the teachers at the end of the day, I think they're phenomenal. But if you don't have a kid's attention, how can you teach him? And you can't tell me I'm telling my son at home, in between these breaks, you can't play the game, bro. Like so, that's that's a whole new thing. And I'm home and I'm on my son. But if you're not home, you gotta, 11 year old child, and you and you come on man, and he got a game hooked up, and he been playing this game, and he got a phone to call you for emergencies. Teacher can't tell him not get on his phone. Come on, bro, that's a lot of distraction.
0: Yeah, and I look at it differently, me personally. And once again, my kid is not here, so I don't right. have to deal with it. Right. But I don't like the virtual learning because, and, I don't, and by no means I'm saying send these children to school. Right, right. I'm not saying that. I just don't like the virtual learning because it's so much more than a child picking up a science and social studies book, looking in it, answering questions. It's like, schools are also, what well, they taught me, are the parts of life. Interaction. Social skills. How to be around someone. Right. How to act in a controlled environment. When it's time to wild out, uh, etc. et, cetera, et cetera. And it's like, now it's like, okay, we got them sitting home. It is hard Because somebody has to work because if you don't work you don't eat exactly you don't work you don't have a roof over your head Mm -hmm. so you want your child to go to school and be the best but it's like can I really leave this 10 year old in the house and in actuality that's against the law right there's no law against that so they don't have a law well not a law I get what you're saying though an understanding in a a a myth amongst a lot of black folks you can't leave that child in that house unattended and then but then you start wandering your mind start wandering okay now that work the kid inside what if the house catch on fire anything we live in new orleans Ladinem could be around the corner banging it out straight bullet fly like it's that's why i don't like the virtual learning and also as a whole I think the school system has failed our children and has been failing our children for years and years and more years to come and it's not no knock on any teacher because they have phenomenal teachers out here right. they have phenomenal administrators but they also have asshole teachers out here and asshole administrators who don't understand a lot of these children a lot of these children have seen and been through a lot you know as kids you know Mama going through something, Daddy going through something, Mama not that, Daddy not that, Grandma raising me, you know, Grandma don't live in the best neighborhood, I didn't saw this, Right, they traumatized. So, you know, they go to class uh, online and they're misunderstood. And then we have a lot of ignorance because I saw something on the internet, and like I tell y'all, I'm always on the internet. And I spoke with her about this. Kid was in virtual learning. He had to be about 14, 15. Brother comes across the screen, lights the weed, and curses the teacher. Out. Oh man, get out of here! So the teacher, I give it to her. She held her composure, you know, like please don't do that. He going, oh, I graduated, but your brother didn't. Where your where, where your sense at? So now you gonna ruin your little brother's future? Cause you you know you know without a diploma, you can't even throw garbage. Right. You know, it's just just a whole bunch of things. And I'm looking like, man, is it going to get better? Will it get better? What can we do to help teachers and administrators such as you with these kids? And I mean, I know we can't go into their home, but what would you recommend?
1: (laughs) You need full parental support. So even if we... Disregard the virtual learning. Even if they in the classroom, we still don't get support from it. It's nothing like when we was growing up. We right. we just that parental support. They don't understand how important it is for them to be involved in their kids' education. Like if it that is the most. It's 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 not a babysitting service. It's like it's not you deal with them from eight to three. No, I need I need even if I got them for eight to three. When he come home, I need you to, how was your day today? Uh, what you learned at school? Just that little conversation, or show your child you have interest and make them want to do better in the classroom. But they don't get it. So, okay, all right, you got the parent that has to work them 14, 16 hour shifts. You, you, uh, for me, my, my mama was a teacher and she moonlight. She worked that night too. I still got that support. I still got it, even if it was, oh, my mama only off on on a weekend. How 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 was school this week? How did everything go? Even in the morning before you leave. Have a good day at school. Because something as simple as that could can make a child feel like, oh, okay, I, I appreciate what their parent doing. Wow, my mama working hard. You know what? Let me go to school, let me do right. So when I get to this level, you know, I can help my mom out. You know, she ain't gotta work that hard when I grow anything, any type of motivation. So to answer your question, you you gotta get that parental support. Even if we you, you want to put something off on the teachers, as far as like you were saying the teachers don't know what these kids going through. Um, just having a little bit more compassion on, just sitting down, you know, talking to a kid when they're wilding out. Like, yeah, you know, let me let me try to find out what's 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 the real underlying
0: but issues the with these too, kids. Kara, you you don't want to get too involved because when you get involved, you know, you really start caring like about that kid, and then. When you care, well, I'm going to go talk to Mrs. Brown, which is his mother. Hey, Mrs. Brown, you know, I talked to Devin, yada, yada, yada. And Mrs. Brown going to berate you and just go off or want to fight you because you care about her child.
1: I haven't experienced that.
0: I've seen it, you know, with with (laughs) my neighbor who's a teacher. I've seen it, and it gets pretty. I, I don't understand it. Oh well, let me ask you this: When we were in the real world, the old world, not the new age, but the old world, the PT—well, I guess they call them PTAs. But when I was in this good old Catholic school, it was the um, you know, parent-teacher conference. Were parents showing up to
1: that? You have. The parent teacher conferences? Well,
0: the parent teacher conferences and then the meetings. I forgot the meetings?
1: meetings. Parent teacher association?
0: Yeah.
1: Ah, uh, that turnout is very minimal. They have to come to the conferences, cause your child can't come back to school till you do. But those for that parental involvement, nah. It, and 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 the thing is, our school system is so lax. And I don't want to say bare minimal, but it's just let me do my part and the in. But like say Lake Forest. It's mandatory for you to volunteer five hours a year. It's you have Yeah. I don't care how you work, what you gotta do. And it's five hours, but you got the whole year to do it. Whether it's ten minutes, this day, whatever, it's gonna eventually add up. So Lake Forest requires that that involvement with the parents, uh, and, and the school. So if we Put more pressure on our parents to be involved a- as a school system, and I say we—I don't mean the teachers, cause yeah, we can only the do baby. so much. But the the, the the administration, like if they they require that, I will have a better turnout. Like there's like Lake Forest is an A school, and there's a whole bunch of stuff that may aggravate other parents, but it's like at the end of the day, it's for the best of your child. And if we had more, more of that, would it require parents? And 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 it may not necessarily be mama, dad. It could be auntie, uncle. Like you said, the village. If we just had that to make them come in and, and be more responsible for their children, it, because if you don't advocate for your kid, who will? And and these parents not advocating is whatever they're going from eight to three. I have parents with like eight, nine kids, and it's like. You made that bed, mom. I, I, I understand it's hard, but-
0: 89 and trying oh, to virtual learn right
1: now? Oh, oh, that's crazy. I have a little girl. I've taught mm, two of her sisters and and, and, a, and a brother. Now I have her. And they got, I don't know, five or six something behind or whatever. But she's trying to do virtual learning. And she's sitting there on the computer and you got, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not that much space in their house. so. Somebody else sitting right next to a virtual learning. It it don't click to me at the time, but I'm like, who is that? I keep saying you don't have nowhere else you could go, and she just like no. And it dawns on me who I'm talking to, and I'm like, damn, she don't have nowhere else she can go sit and learn in that house because it's all of them all virtual. It's a. Mm, I
0: mean, I
1: wanna say it's about seven of them in school, and, a, and and the rest of them aren't old enough to be there yet. That's crazy. Nine, Nine kids. Nine? Yeah. Man, you need a a
0: a a, twenty five passenger van just to get around. And I I never understood why the so what happens when I'm sorry. What happens when they don't show up and do the five hours of LA Forest? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Your kid ain't coming back.
0: So can we implement this across the, the That would city be
1: amazing the if state? they they required some sort of parent involvement across across the city. The problem is there's no single school board. Everybody has their own charter system. Like, you can write a, a, a proposal to open a charter school, and it's as simple as that. Like, school systems are nothing more than businesses.
0: And that's where the failure come in. And you know what? I'm happy you said that because B, we got to do that. You're going to feel me school at the studio at the box studio yeah we yeah. could do that we get as a proposal hey and yeah, i'm gonna teach you some real history let me tell you how it really went let me tell you what you really need in life you don't need no x2 x squared plus x3 nah nah now nah, we're gonna give you basic fundamentals yeah
1: they also need to get back to trades like i don't understand college isn't for everybody so, so we if we wanted to me. have our community actually be successful i can't understand what us being able to open our own charter schools and and they one of the most successful charter's in the city is is a Black Ranch charter school. How is it that we is that? inspire call uh inspire Nola? What you confused about? So
0: once again the school system in the city has failed us.
1: Yeah, you can't make me understand. I'm like granted yeah, I wasn't around for wood shop, but you know, I was around when was. when who had Wood Shop? Carver? I don't remember we them had having it? Abe? Had well, it. Uh, Shut up. Where you went
0: when you went to school at? I don't even want to see it. Don't see it. <laughs> On Calera. She went yeah, what school you went to?
1: I went to thirty five. <laughs> oh
0: what yeah. is it, Ronnie? We gon' we gonna, we gonna yeah. get back yeah. to that.
1: Yeah, yeah, But you know, just like the the cosmetology programs, uh they still have health careers, but they don't push it how they used to and in the mechanic programs and like I, I did, of course, half day at high school, half day at college. You pick whatever school you wanted to go to and you know get those credit hours. Now, mm, a couple of schools have it. I think collegiate charter system, which is a uh Livingston, Culver. They have it to where you can, you know, get your, earn, earn your associates while you're still in high school. But why all the high schools don't offer that? Like, it's, it's come on, we, we, we got to do better as a whole.
0: And I, I look at that now and look at back in 95 to 99. That was really a blessing and that we miss. That, you know, so you had NOCA, then you had the, Wherever the, the girls used to go, sit in for the nursing. If you went to ride Wayne, there was trades, et cetera, et cetera. Now it's just like
1: nothing. Straight. Yeah. Yeah, your yeah. Seven
0: subjects or eight subjects or whatever. And I think back to my minds. That's how my minds got into nursing because it started in high school. And then you have some people that I graduated with into nursing because it started in high school. So that's why I say the system has failed us because it's like, it seems like now, <laughs> you know, you get a diploma and you set up to go work in a French Quarter, or go work hospitality because mm-hmm. New Orleans doesn't manufacture anything, anything, and that's a problem. Yeah, we, like you said, college isn't for everyone, and everybody don't want going one hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of debt to earn this piece of paper to practically get a gig that's gonna pay them sixty to seventy five grand a year, but I'm still in the hole for one eighty. That's not cool. But Hey, you know, to each his own. I yeah,
1: worry. they they got too many too many programs out there that that'll pay you handsomely, it, and you don't even need a, a a college degree for it. You know, you know the, what's that school in a, a parish? uh
0: Nunez. Nunes Nunes. All for that
1: that uh. P-
0: P- um, the HPV, the with the air conditioning system and stuff. <laughs> Whatever. Well, you not
1: want to say HVAC, HPV? We we we'll be giving out little diseases. <laughs> yeah. <HVAC. laughs> the HVAC. Yeah. yeah. The HVAC, uh, yeah. But they also had that program, P-TECH You know, so you can go in a plant and be a plant operator. You okay. we know that pay. Hey, all kind of problems I'm trying to see if I could find.
0: And that would be beautiful to take our high school students. Hey man, look, if you can maintain a, a 3.0, we could put you in this program that can possibly make you this certain amount of money when you're What's 20 What's
1: funny is it's really a 2.0. It's a 2.0. But 0. that
0: needs to change. A 2.0 ain't nothing. Like I said, that's setting us up for failure. That's telling hey, get a 2.0 and you could do this. That's telling you, oh, I'm accepting mediocre.
1: No, man. man. Come on, B, you know school ain't, ain't for everybody. You know, some yeah, people just don't school, get 0, it. 2.0, man.
0: Come on, man.
1: Look, man. They'll take that C average and <laughs> run <roll> with it. <laughs> Shit, George Bush became president with that two can, can can the nurses please please
3: know how to measure and use this? I mean, can they get a three?
4: Can you stop? Well, let me say something. Can you stop writing the test Confusing. Oh, Johnny did this. Johnny, well, like of Johnny. had on um, Riddles. Yeah, no. Happens. Well, I'm saying, well, if you had, <laughs> if you, if I'm like, to trick, like trick the class, trick right. the lesson. If you ask me, one plus one get two. Don't ask me. If one plus one equals two, Johnny went down the street, and then he opened the door, and then he And he came team. back, what and color the back? sky is? Yeah, yeah I get yeah, you. Yeah, is it, is, it, what, what is it, one plus two? Can you play that game with me? Because I can't trust you trying to trick
0: me. But, but no, that's that's great. That's just like this this new math thing, right? The, the what is called, the common core. Which is stupid. Because I know five plus five equals 10. No, I'm gonna go a little further. I know 250 plus 250 equals 500. Why I gotta go all the way down shelf, and come all the way back up the wire just to get the missile? When you could just tell me two fifty plus two fifty equals five hundred. I, I don't know the whole process of it, but I've seen it and it's like I might need to go smoke a joint to figure this out because I can't get it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. That just is it's all kind of trades we can offer. Like what auto mechanic, carpentry, welding, HVAC, like you said. Heavy equipment yeah, and all that play up to almost forty dollars an hour, and 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 when we just those kids don't know, they have no idea,
0: because they think life is is a rap, you know, being a rapper, or uh, you know, I'm gonna be the or next, the athlete. I'm gonna be the next LeBron, but you gotta understand, like we, we do, and we we did, who, who we we seeing that right now, right? We can't hear now? I mean, we... we oh, we, we
2: need the trades. That's yeah, what
0: we we, we we downplaying it right now. So, prime example, nobody grows up and aspires to go work at Winn-Dixie. And that ain't no knock on Winn-Dixie. I love Winn-Dixie, especially when it's the buy one, get one free. <laughs> but you're not telling your kid, have dreams and aspirations to go cut meat at Win dixie But we need them now. You know, because we downplayed this so much. Katrina hit, what, 15 years ago. Nobody was telling their child to be electrician, but everybody needed electrician. Everybody needed a, a general contract. Everybody needed a plumber. Yada, yada, yada. So what can we do as a community? Who we need the right to to be like, hey, we need these trades back in these schools. It's
1: our city officials. Our, our city our officials city or official. our state officials? I mean, if you start with our city, you get to make enough noise. That worked too, and the reason why I said city officials is, like I said, in New Orleans, well, in the country, we are the only city that has a all charter school system. It is it, beyond me. We allowed
3: it, we allowed it. And, and and really, if parents demand, parents
1: demand trades in school. That's it, that's it. and like I said, yeah, that that definitely so. That's why I say city, because it's because how our system is set up. And it, 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 you really don't even have to say city because it's, it's with the parents, just like she said, the way every charter system is set up, they can make their own rules and just put it in, and, and put it in motion. It's not like you don't have the accessibility to all these companies that they'll be more than happy, especially these junior colleges. What? If they get in this flood of students that's coming, that's money in their pockets. It's, it's it's all about introducing it and getting it going
2: so I'm I agree with everything but what's funny to me is if we don't care who's supposed to care right that's why I if, said you if, your child's if we, biggest advocate. if we look at if we look at education and we look at trades I'm a contractor by trade right um a degree works, but not as much as it works for their community, with us. So when they took trades and took trades out of school, this wasn't, I don't think it was something that wasn't tri- strategic, oh, right? Of to take this out of school. So now you're talking about cosmetology or barbering, any skill that you're doing with your hands, and that relates to services, right? So when you killing these people that's normally used to working with their hands, and then you can also discriminate with them coming on a corporate level. You kind of like, you know what you're doing. And we could we could cry about it all we want. We could get it back in. But we need to. I when you say feel, you,
1: who you talking about? Say that again? When you say you, who you talking about? Tall people? Yeah, <laughs>
2: them,
1: short people. Tall people. Tall
2: people, short people.
1: Them tall people that don't want. to See, we was taking too many of their jobs. It was too many of us showing up. Right. So they, they, they bust through that and, 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 and they talk to them city officials and, and they got it done to whereas, nah, it's is it's too many of them coming up. We and gotta then, take and that then, out so of there. So if them. we
2: if we if we talk about these tech jobs, right? If we talk about these trade jobs, right? Let's talk about I'm I'm back to this, present future. See we can't go back to the stuff that it used to be. We have to make ourselves relevant with if you're gonna prepare these kids to go in and, and, and be ready to do work and be in a workforce then we gotta make sure that they're doing something that's relevant, right? And and really and truly, do you really think they want us to be relevant? Nah. So let's throw this education at them. Let's throw these books at them. Let's throw these lies at them. Let's throw this boring way of doing it. Let's throw them this way to where you go to school for four years, you come out with debt like B said, and you still don't get a job. So when I see that don't work, what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna follow you and be in debt. So it's a whole psychological thing of what they make school look like it's the pie in the sky. But at the end of the day, what are you qualified to do?
1: Mm-hmm. It's the same thing like, like like with the special ed program. Uh, you know, when we was coming up, special ed had their own class and now it's inclusion. And that comes from those uh, top officials, senators, House of Representatives, to whereas they didn't want their kids singled out. So you know what? Let's do away with this whole special ed thing. We don't want anybody looking down on our kids. We're going to make them be in the classroom. They're going to be normal like everybody else. Well, in essence, y'all got all the support in the world with that. Y'all killing our kids with that. So, here it is, you throwing, I'm not certified in SPED, I I, I I can only do so much, but y'all throwing these kids in, in the class. Sixth grade. I have kids in my class on second grade level. What, what, what I'm supposed, what y'all want me to do with that? Because, okay, I got this one on second grade, now I got this one on fourth grade, this one off. On <sighs> So you want me to differentiate right. between all these kids because somebody up there in Washington decided, oh, let's do away with special ed. And, and
2: and this is this is you you kinda one of the things that when we talk about these quote unquote good schools, we talked about this sometime back. I applaud you as a teacher because you're teaching the way that we came up, but when you have these schools, that's able to have these kids that's tested in when you get the cream of the crop and then you say you're getting an A or a B as being this great school, you had great students and you had good parents that's supporting these students that made them great students. So basically, you you kind of getting a whole layup around the board when you picking and choosing the better students out of a
3: bunch.
1: gonna perform.
2: Mm-hmm. Right, he was already performing. I was ready mean, to, I was ready to. The, the, yeah, for not to put it out. But my son always scored well on the standardized tests and leap tests. So going to a school that made them, you know, that wasn't easy, hard for them to take my my son in. When you say it's business or it's, it's choices, you know what I mean. So what we really saying when we saying you have to deal with kids on a sixth grade level, a fourth grade level, fifth grade level, short attention span. This in the classroom
1: in the classroom
2: now i ain't talking about this being virtual and they're at home right now that's what i'm i'm i'm, I'm just trying see, to see
1: say- my, my my point to that say when they give me the paperwork on the kids and they, they show me the level that they're on right. so my suggestion was let's build these kids on where they are so for that child that's on second grade level okay clearly you can't do this algebraic expressions and everything everybody else is doing but let me log you into this second grade teacher class so you're able to start from there and build those skills. Now, that's something I do personally. Now, why it's not across the board and why administration don't make that the rule and all the special ed teachers say, look, this child is here, we're gonna move him over here for this subject because in math, he's on second grade level, but on ELA, he might be on a fourth grade level. So for the ELA block, I'ma move him to the fourth grade. They don't think like that. It's, oh, just, they just, Throw everything on the classroom teacher. One classroom teacher, and you're supposed to be able to figure all this out for these students, and it's like, well, you want me to put all my attention on this kid, but what about Johnny over here? Who, he he not as slow as him, but he not as fast as Susie. And I, wh- and, and coming is?
2: from and coming from an educator, right? Mm-hmm. And this statement is a is coming from a carpenter, contractor, right? That's like me asking you to read blueprints. And do a takeoff, right? So when I say I'm not a teacher and I hear a teacher frustrated with that situation and that scenario, then I'm thinking, you know, who is actually in my world a general contractor when every single one of these trades look like everything is on fire, right? So you have to you have to go back to wait, hold up, everything is on fire.
1: And so, that still brings you back to if you don't advocate for your child, who will? Like, don't put all your trust in in nobody. In even if you think my son is at Lake Forest, even if you think it's the best school in the world, I still got questions. Hold up, <laughs> what we doing over here, uh, uh, Sam? You sure you got this? Look, I I know you say he could do, cause he can do it all on it by himself. He don't need no help. But nah, let's let's give him some help. And, oh, he finished this fast. Let's give him something extra. Like, don't don't let him get comfortable. So if you you're not advocating for your kid. Who will? You know your child. ed. Right. You know. I have some parents that's, oh, gonna sit there and they're gonna work with their kid because you need that additional support. But if it's, oh, he went to school today and, oh, his teacher's supposed to know how to do that. But what if his teacher not doing that? What if he not get, at that point, your child just getting moved on. Now, what you gonna do when you get to high school, oh, in the real world? And you don't have nobody to hold your hand. That's when they lost. That's when that's the one sitting in front of the stove because th- what else they came to do? So even if he had the sense enough to, let's say we put the trade system back in the schools. All right, well this classroom thing not for me, but I'm excellent with my hands. Nobody tapped into that form because it was just, oh we here from eight to three. Oh he ain't get it or oh he specialized. So they don't give him a di- they don't get diplomas. They get a certificate when they graduate. He go ahead let him figure out his own life. No, let's tap into what these kids could do when we have them that oh, he not that good in the classroom, but let's figure something else out for him or. He' not that good, but let's see where we can meet him at to at least get him prepared for the next level, for the next grade. Then and, and that's coming
2: from the heart and the mind of an educator and from someone who cares. And that's what I, I I applaud you with what you're saying. But you have to agree that if it's coming and it's kicked down to some, everybody's not like you that's sitting in your seat, right? And so. If the parent don't care, then some of the teachers, like, well, if they sending them like that, and then that's on them, right? I'm not saying that they all like that, but when you have an education system that's frustrating teachers, you know, you you gotta pause and think about what we doing, are we getting it right? Is everybody coming to the table with valid cause and reason for why this is like it is? and then we answer the question like are we really trying to educate our children we're trying to make it seem as though everybody's not gonna get it and it may take somebody one time to hear it it may take a child 10 times to hear it that's fine but are we do do we have a system set up for that
1: you know we don't have a system set up (laughs) when i wanted to ask the question um
3: it's a little bit of a shift but i think it still kind of goes along that line um I wanted to ask, uh, you mentioned about this class size for your virtual class, Um, the 30 or 29. Mm -hmm. um, Is that the plan for if, or when we go back for hybrid? Do you have, have y'all talked about that? So our plan
1: is no more than 23, which I still think is too many. Uh, It's 23 in a class. And so for the overage, there's, how many, what it would be, 12? Then those kids are split up, and we have uh, a third teacher at that time. So for each grade level, they're going to there's no more than twenty three in the class, and that you'll be separated into pods. So for that overage of those sixth grade kids, being that we're departmentalized, they're still going to rotate. Well, I'm sorry, the, the students don't move; the teacher does. So we would rotate to those uh, classrooms for those kids, but yeah, it's set up at 23, no more than 23 in the class. Mm-hmm. Back to your statement about the kids and advocating. It, it, if you look at the country, the first thing, when there's a budget deficit, what's the first thing they cut? Education. Education. It's, it's, so at that point, you can see these officials don't they're going to put on the front like they care, but right. but they don't. So at that point, it's genuinely on us as parents. Because, of course, I'm I'm a teacher, but I'm a parent first. And we got to push for, for, for the best for our kids, even if we got to figure it out ourselves. Because agree. the actual consumer of
3: public education um, is people that are set up to be the people that provide the services. And service is considered a low-end even though it's needed, and especially now we're seeing it played up in oh, the grocery stores, oh, they're so needed, all of these essential employees. And yet they still don't get paid. They still don't get paid. And their threat. I mean, they there's their 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 lives are threatened every day that they go out and have to serve teachers, the most scrutinized, criticized, um, underpaid, um, group of intelligent people that I've ever met. When is the last time you heard plumbers in the media being scrutinized and criticized <laughs> for their work? I I've never heard it Mm-mm. ever as a group, but teachers, the education system, Mr. Uh, Mr. Has failed us. <laughs> when has the last time plumbers have been called out for failing us? Because, you know, I, I just don't, I don't, I don't see it. So there's something wrong with how we value service, which is one of the reasons why the trades have been under, underutilized. We have, we've had Delgado trades for, since I can remember, mm-hmm. since I was in school. Right. And yet when I was in school, well, right before I got to high school, I remember there was a movement of black parents saying, no, 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 y'all are pushing our kids into these trades, we don't want it. Why? Because somebody, Got some it. tall person mm-hmm. whispered in our ears, mm-hmm. they trying to get y'all to go to the trades and really that's not, you, you really mm-hmm. wanna get a degree. Yep. You gotta get a degree. Because it was the big magical, uh-oh, the, the big the... magical thing that was gonna save our, save our folks. When we knew, we knew, that that was still not going to allow us to compete. But well, who was the tall
0: person that that that, that whispered in our ear? The tall person looked like me and you. Or the tall person looked like Mister Charlie.
1: Tall people.
0: <laughs> no, because Mister Charlie want that money to keep flowing and want you to stay in debt so you could stay happen to pay him for that educational loan.
1: Tall if- people look like the inside of your hand. <laughs> That's what a tall person is because they always feel like they look down on you. That's why we call them tall people without necessarily calling them them kind of people.
4: I just wanted to know why.
1: Can we come up with some plumbing bachelor
4: degrees and come out of school with something you could actually use instead of liberal arts or something? 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 Well, if you if you
3: go to if you get your if you get a, a you can go to Delgado and get an associates. And, and a certificate. And what?
1: In any
4: of these series. So, I, I understand what you're saying. What mm-hmm. I'm saying is, children are coming out of school with degrees that don't mean nothing. It's just broad. Correct. Oh yeah. Correct. So can I we used come to... up with a degree that means something? So, I mean, I, I'm saying I, I'm not going to say too much. Come up because I feel like you say something, you got to do something. <laughs> but um, you know, oh, you got to. I think you, you
3: should have a a, a, a a master's degree in 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 electrician i think that when you get any type of schooling that there should be a career that is waiting for you we have plenty people including myself who came out of school with not only a bachelor's but a master's degree and still had to hunt hunt for a job and what i was i went to school for was counseling psychology and i was supposed to be because i wanted to be a school counselor and I had no guidance with that, and then I had to wait for coming back to New Orleans and trying to get a counseling job. You had to wait for somebody to die. Yep, <laughs> that's sold up. And it's no one told me about that. Still ratio. like that. Nobody, nobody said. Well, blunt, you might want to think about that because if you think about it, that's that. They, they, they it's saturated. You might want to think about where else you might want to go with that. But I, it's passionate. I want to go in the school system and I'm going to be the counselor because I got no guidance as far as counseling. And so I said I was going to go back and be that counselor. No yep, guidance. I, I, give me a career. Yep, every time I your go to school. Give you career
2: first and then educate you, right? Find your passion, find your career, what we're going to pay you for and then you go to school and learn more about it.
1: Boom! That would be so excellent.
2: <laughs> I I think say it one more time. That was
1: a silent dance. I like just did.
2: You find what you like and you love to do. You get paid for it. And then you go to school to become a f- professional.
4: And that's kind of how it works now. You, you go, but you go pay all the money first.
2: Exactly. We can't kill school because it raised too much money. Like it's just a money grab thing, right? Because I don't care where you go, what you do, how you graduate, right? Once you get your degree and you come to the real world to work, you still have to be trained on how we do and what we do here. So you still have to, you know, so you, you're learning discipline. You're becoming disciplined, and to to show them that hey, I'm disciplined enough to go to school for four years, and this is how hard it was, and I'm disciplined enough to stay home and not get in trouble. I can work for you, but if I'm working for you already, and you know me, you send me to school. That's a lesson for everybody.
4: But they have that. Some great companies are out there that do
2: that. Yeah, yeah. Tall people know about it.
3: <laughs> that's that's a book actually. That's it. That's the only ones know about it. Mm-hmm. That's a book I just finished reading. It was actually about. Um, it, it that was the premise Um, besides the, the thing that I've been uh, preaching is having all be, every last person in this entire actually world but we'll go ahead and start with our country should not have to worry about where their next meal is coming from their housing clothing and being able to work and for your when I say not worry about it, meaning that that's covered. Right. The least, if we don't have that least bit of security, then you are always going to have to worry about someone taking from you. We believe that there is not enough. And if we believe there's not enough, then we're going to compete against one another. When supposedly this is the, the, the place of freedom. It is not, it is not. And I cannot pursue life, liberty, and happiness if I don't have bread to eat. It, I'm gluten-free, actually. That would have to be gluten-free bread. I'm gonna just tell you, like
0: that. <laughs> you come around and trying to take for me, I got something for you.
3: So, so once again, once again, uh I, I I agree totally with you, Delanda. You have to have that know what my passion is first. Right. I learn, I get to learn that by first. I get to go sample, sample all of these wonderful things that we need people to do, and then I can feel valued in a thing that I do the best and get a job in it.
2: And I think that what we do oftentimes, and this is,
3: um, this
2: is essential, right? Sixth grade teachers, yes, right. But yes. when we get to where we're adults, and your passion for teaching, right, and doing what you do, like that's enough because now you're not changing your mind as an adult. Like, oh, I want to be a lawyer. I think I want to be a teacher. I might want to be a doctor, right? Mm-hmm. You're actually performing and then they see like, oh, she's passionate about teaching. Mm-hmm. That kind of weeds out all of the teachers that's just there to get a check. Or oh, they had out. To. Give
3: you them know what I mean? Break. They didn't have no other job. What other job they no, was? No, I'm not get? saying they
2: just picking on the teachers just cuz she here. So I'm saying even doctors, right?
3: Mhm. That went like in there because that, their parents told them, "Oh, you got to be a doctor." And if you're a doctor and you don't care about
2: life and you are saying like, "Hey, the quality of life and you you're at the end of it to say if this is a good person or who are you to say if this person should live, right? How do I know if you're a good person? No knock on doctors. Right? But we just looking at how you should be performing mm-hmm. as a professional mm-hmm. and it's just because you're educated
3: mm-hmm.
2: or you was privileged to get this type of education
3: or somebody passed my act for me because i had my parents had access and they paid for it
0: oh, somebody
3: would have <laughs> that book i was telling y'all about was looking backward 2000 to 1887 i mean yeah 1887 is by this tall person uh edward bellamy but it's awesome and i really think I really think I like the next time, percent. yes, that's right. I think that you you, you might want to just check it out because it really talks about it. It didn't talk about race or ethnicity or culture in any way, but it did talk about everyone feeling valued. And these service, no matter what career field it was, no matter what, it was all needed for our nation to be able to operate and I'm just saying, it, it's inspiring to me because I really believe that that's where we're headed, especially now that we're going through this pandemic. And
2: there it is. nail plugs for the first time. Boom. Nell. On the Plugged box it. studio. like Plugged At the it. box, we <laughs> plug in the book. So that's what we do. You want...
3: <laughs> and I'm not really a book reader. I'm a book listener. Audio book. Right. <laughs> that's how I... We doing plugs.
0: Boom. And Ms. Andrews, while we were out here plugging, huh. I see you came in here. And I received a text message from your child asking me to look at something that she was selling. Can you share that with us, please?
1: Yeah, my daughter, since we're in the middle of this pandemic, she decided to, you know, jump into this entrepreneurship thing. So she does the customized face shields. As y'all can see, I came in with my face shield. Oh, I like that. So she, you can get whatever logo you want, your name, initials she does she doesn't she uh, how old is your daughter she's 14
2: oh that's great I like, she's
0: uh, 14 how can they order it if, if they're interested you
1: can in contact it. at ask underscore her underscore designs on Instagram that's A-S-K underscore H-E-R underscore designs d e s i g n s. On Instagram I was trying to reach
0: <laughs> I thought you was about to struggle with that word. Oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was trying to reach the, the shill. Yeah, get at her. And it's same day and you know it's either p- pick up or or, or delivery. Way. With the
0: logo? Yeah, same day. With, the, with the logo? Ten dollars.
1: Oh I'm sorry, I forgot that part, huh? Ten dollars. <laughs>
2: logo. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Two days I charge you twenty.
0: <laughs> oh, man, crazy! And hey, Miss Andrews, we really, 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 really appreciate it. Thank you, you for you coming, coming over to the UGON FILMIE podcast. Ain't he now. Who Thank I y'all, y'all for having me. Five weeks came through with the knowledge and be over there for putting all this together. Orlando aka Luca Brasi. <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know that's that's the muscle. We ain't playing no games. That's the muscle. <laughs> And before we get out here, this is just a, a note to the parents. I mean, we take our attention and put it into everything else except our kids, it seems like. We could put it into social media, we could put it into c- celebrities, sports, et cetera, et cetera. But from sitting with Miss Andrews today, it seems that we need to be putting it into our kids, Real. In the future, school. I mean, everybody can't go to college. Everybody don't want to go to college. Everybody don't want to fall in debt. And everybody don't have a trust fund that's $2 million that'll send them to Yale or Harvard and get them this fantastic job. But
3: don't forget about top scholarships. You can still go to school in Louisiana for free. You get that
0: good grade point average. You can do it. And that's true. You can't do it if you get that good grade point average, get the top scholarship. But parents, we need to focus on our kids, talk to our teachers, show up to these conferences and these meetings. We need to be showing up to... um. The school board or whatever charter system and demanding and letting them know this is what we want for our children, because if you pay attention to the world, this is where it's going. It's not gonna be about, oh, you could go get this this computer job. Everybody's gonna be home. Right. Eventually, this this is how it's gonna go, and you're gonna always need a plumber, electrician, a tech, somebody to cut hair, somebody to do your hair, as they say, beautician. I'm gonna put in New Orleans the way have right now. exactly okay. and to get that type of money you need that barber's license that beautician license to be that plumber that's backed by the state and insured you need this you know this license so if we could kind of shift our focus to that and get out the negative I think we'd be alright and once again this you the to film the podcast thank you again Kiara uh-huh it's now yeah we so we out don't feel me. feel me now Don't feel me now uh.